Hey, girlfriend. Yellow. Chillo. How's it going? It's going. <laughs> <laughs> um, we saw Lion King this weekend, which we did. there's a bigger story to that. But first, Oof. I want to just highlight the positive um, and the revelation that I got from watching Lion King for the 5th, 11th time. Yeah. Um, but for the first time, the new one. Gonna go see it again. Definitely gonna go see it again. I was trying to go see it again today, but, you know... It's all good. Um, anyways, so some Lion King takeaways, some lessons that I think we can re- uh, we can still apply today. One is that, which I've realized a lot lately, that your enemies are a lot closer to you than mm-hmm. you think. They really do. Be. They're usually closest to you. Yeah. It be your own It really do folk. be your own, nigga. Back. So, um, Scar. You know, obviously was the enemy and the antagonist in this film. And I just was so I, I think in my 26 years of age, mm-hmm. I that took to me a lot harder than it did when I was like, yeah, a, a newborn baby. Yeah. You know, because it was like, wow, the jealousy, the, the envy, the jealousy. You're an, you could Over be a living, child. You could too be living fabulous. Like. You are essentially Prince Harry. Yeah. And you know, Harry is out here like, I don't, I don't really give care a fuck about this king shit <laughs> any fucking way. I'm still a prince. Yes. And it's great. Yes. Um, my next note, uh, my next lesson from The Lion King is to step up to the plate when it's time to fulfill your destiny. Mm-hmm. Word to Simba. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a good friend of mine, Lisa Cunningham, she's a director here based out of Atlanta. She actually tweeted, I love one of the underlying themes of Lion King, accepting life's new roles and responsibilities while reconciling past mistakes. Yeah. Important. Mm -hmm. Important. You can't be thinking about Mm -hmm. what you did and did not do back then when today God is telling you to do what he says you need to do. Period. Exactly. You was being prepared. Be prepared. Prepared. Okay. Yes. Um, So, yes. And then my last lesson of the day coming from Lion King, listen to Beyonce. Yes. I mean, Nyla, listen to women. Just listen, okay? Because we usually know what the fuck going yeah. on, okay? Yeah. Nyla told that nigga. Told you. Told y'all nigga. But you're king. Bring your ass home. Like, what are you talking about? There's nothing else to discuss. A huna, I don't give a, a fuck na, about um, your past, bro. Hakuna Mananana. What? <laughs> Cause you know how your parents be like, I'm a Hakuna upside your head. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I, that's what Beyonce Hakuna Matata your ass. Right, facts. No. But um, yeah. So those are my three lessons from The Lion King. I hope that you all took something away from that movie in your adult life. Um, and yeah, we'll get into what actually really happened down at South Lake in just a moment. Oh God. But before that. <laughs> Hey, girlfriends and yeah. girlfriends. Hey, girlfriends. We it's, really <laughs> don't have to get into that. Yes, we are. We definitely oh are. I'm going to rent. It's Sammy. And it's E. And we're back for another episode of the Girlfriends Podcast. And as you can tell, it's going to be funny. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so we have WCWs this week, yeah? I mean... I have a WCW. Yeah. I'm sure she's been a WCW before. Maybe not, actually. But my our girlfriend, Drea... Yeah. Recently, congratulations on your job, girlfriend. I don't know 
um, that you'll even have time to listen to this, but I'm going to make sure you do because shout out to you. I'm very, very proud of you. I watched her as she like went through multiple, not watched her, but like she kept in touch while she was going through multiple rounds. You know how interviewing Mm -hmm. is. It's a process. So it was very difficult to, you know, get through and, and she tasked herself with getting out of her current position into another position. And I'm just so proud of her. She's preparing for her big move to New York. Ooh, so yes. Shout out Congrats, to sis. Yes. Shout out to Sue. Um, and I'm just very, very proud of her. Um, so, yeah. Good luck with New York, sis. That's what's up. All right. I don't have a WCW this week. I mean, obviously, Beyonce. Obviously, Blue Ivy. Um, the Second Coming. You know, really... I never thought that Beyonce would give birth to someone who in the future, who even right now at the tender age of, what, six, seven, is, you know, scalping us. Um, She's on tracks, you know. She's only a couple tracks away, I've heard, from being eligible to be a Grammy voter. Um, What? Yeah, yeah. Apparently, like, if she continues to be on people's songs. (laughs) So Assad is there already. Maybe, because, you know, Assad <laughs> is a, a executive producer. Executive, um, okay. Maybe Assad has a vote, which means DJ Khaled has two votes at the <laughs> Grammys, which means that's two people who are not voting for um, fucking Tyler Igor. <laughs> right. Um, but, yeah, I mean, just, what can I say? Brilliance. Honestly, Brilliance. Excellence around you know yeah I, I agree I love that they uh, made Blue Ivy huge and Beyonce, Beyonce is small in that little Beyonce bitches. said you got my blood in you and you're gonna rise and I she's rising and rise on sis rise, rise on, on blue and uh, all y'all niggas who sat up here and taught y'all worse about Blue Ivy oh y'all like to conveniently forget that y'all used to drag Blue Ivy on social media and now y'all love Blue Ivy bro mm. Mm. hate to see it mm. Hate to see it. You got to come to terms with that, that you was talking about a child. Facts. So I'm going to just leave you with that. Leave them. A damn shame. <laughs> mm. Mm, All right. Mm, mm. Uh, what you been on, though? Oh, man. Clearly, we've been on Lion King, which was amazing. It um, was. Everyone who was talking about how the graphics were weird looking and that the voiceover work was weird. Like, I mean... What do you ex- do? You really expect a real life lion to be that expressive? <laughs> I thought they were pretty damn expressive. I thought they were pretty damn expressive. What's his but... name? The the uh, the monkey. What's his name? Rafiki. Rafiki. Goddamn. Rafiki ass gave me all the expression. Exactly. I mean, I don't, you know, I think, you know, certain people just nitpick things like, just you know, cause. just because, you know, I saw people say, oh, well, the, the hyenas didn't do the Mufasa part, you know, Mufasa. And I'm like, <laughs> OK, like, y'all, a lot of the like really super goofy parts that are in the cartoon are in this live quote-unquote live action version because it's real fucking lions and fucking hyenas and shit like that and them niggas like don't fucking i don't know laugh like you know like when is when is the last time you seen a lion smile what i appreciated most about this film was that it was really really black it was it was. It was really, really black. It was. The soundtrack, all that shit was really, really oh black. Oh, my gosh. Like. The soundtrack. So, I've been seeing a lot of things, a lot of haters. I've just been seeing, I be, I've, you know, I normally wear my, I'm going to put my hater blockers on right now. I normally you wear know, my you hater blockers. on my nerves. Because she really did put her hater blockers on just now. I normally wear my hater blockers so oh, I can't really see oh these gosh. niggas. But 
Recently, I had to just kind of do like this and peek down. You are so over fucking sh- stupid. <laughs> I can't. But I'm saying I had to because I'm just be thinking like, how much hate do you really have in your heart to go out of your way to say, you know, because like there were so many people involved with this project. Yes. And you know how I feel. We're about, talking about li- The like Lion the, King, The Gift. The Gift. Which which it was. Which which it was. A great one. Um, And, you know, someone tweeted like, you know, that super tie, scoop tay, whatever people say in nowadays. Um, <laughs> what they be saying on Twitter? They be sadate. Sadate. Tippy tie, the tizzy say. On the runny kind. Um, I don't, yeah. What, what were they saying? Basically, like, uh, she just Googled a bunch of Niger or a bunch of African artists and threw them on a the tape. I'm like, y'all gotta be out your fucking mind. Hella A and R's were pulling up to that. Exactly. Were, knew that she was working on that shit. Hella producers, hella artists. That is yeah. all God's plan. Like exactly. Tierra Wack, all these people that were on that featured on that project. Burner Girl. Boy, like, what are you talking about? Bur- Burner Boy got a whole song to himself. To himself. That shit okay. hard. That it's shit just my favorite. It's one of my favorite. And it's just so it's so mellow. It's so calm. great. And I say this, and it's honestly, y'all, I am not the biggest fan of like Afrobeats, you know, like really, really, truly, and honestly. And, and maybe it's just because, you know, I never really gave it a full chance. But you know, like some of the pop stuff that's popular over here, of course, like I hear on the radio and I'm like, okay, that's cool mm-hmm. or whatever. But like I'm not like, you know, like I have my friend Courtney. Courtney loves Afrobeat. She's listens to it all the time or whatever. And you know, like that's like her thing. She be knowing all the songs mm-hmm. or whatever. But like me, I just be like, you know, that's cool. <laughs> like it's mm-hmm. it's all right. But this like really like I think just the two worlds really meshed well together. And for somebody like me, it put a lot of artists on my radar that I would not have normally known about exactly. if not for this. And I think that is the most important thing about this project. It's a lot of us, you know, who like, once we realize African-Americans, you know, it's great that we're on this whole surge of kind of connecting with the continent and, you know, wanting to learn, you know, more about ourselves. Because I remember sitting up telling my white coworkers at my last job, you know, that, oh, my, you know, grandmother is Polish and my so-and-so is German or whatever. And I'm just like, well, I don't know what the fuck I am. Right. Like, I don't know where the fuck I come from right. or whatever. So... I think, you know, and I'm not too keen on giving my DNA to Ancestry and all them to find that shit out. At least not yet. So, you know, I think it's it's cool to see, you know, us as African-Americans embracing, you know, the culture, no matter if it's Nigerian or East African or, you know, South African or wherever these, you know, artists come from or, you know, and I think at the same time, we still have to be respectful of certain things. You know, I was um, on Instagram earlier this week and one of the fashion uh, bloggers that I follow, she's a Gahanian and she was talking about, you know, is that how you say it? Gahanian, Gahanian. She's from Ghana. Ghanaian, Ghanaian, right? Ghanaian. I mean, I don't know. So she's I'm from Ghana. She's I'm from sorry. Ghana. <laughs> if, if listen, I might have whatever. I, not whatever, but I might have said that wrong. It's okay. We're apologize. figuring it out. That's yeah, we're figuring it out. But um, she was talking about just certain things like waist beads and how like everybody is wearing waist beads now, but in Ghana they have like an actual purpose, like an actual like 
cultural and you know somewhat like religious like you know thing or whatever so it's like it's cool to see people embracing those parts of the culture but you also have to be mindful of what it really means or whatever what does it mean it's the same thing oh gosh i wish i remembered um Ghanaian. It's Ghanaian, by the way. Ghanaian. Ghanaian. Ooh, I'm going to edit that out. But I can't... I Honestly, it was on her story, so it's gone now. But waist beads have, like... They have a significant, like, meaning and, you know, are only supposed to be, like, given, you know, for, like, a purpose. Gotcha. Um, So, yeah. And it's different in every country and stuff. But I say all that to say... You know, for people like me who would not have known about all these people, this album is really great. Um, what are some of your favorites? Um, like I said, the Burner Boy track was yeah. dope. Um, let me look. Let me look. Of course, I, I really like Move Forever because... Me as well um, because... Jay-Z, what he say on there? He said... Um, shit, I can't even remember what he said. Oh, basically like... Basically like the price just went up or some shit. Well... I just wanted to get to the lyrics. Yeah, I just got to it. Uh-huh. He said he meant some Musa reincarnated. <laughs> what he say though? You heard that right? That's oh, that's the sound of the price going up. I just uh, resonated so much with that. You heard uh, that yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. He say like, yeah. shit. We ain't hear nothing yet for real. Right. But it was just the beginning of the track. That's the hardest shit I ever heard. Beyonce talked her shit on there too. She did. Um, she said, "Listen." I'm unbothered. Y'all be pressed and I'm raising daughters. Y'all make me chuckle. Stay in your fucking struggle, dog. Stay in your struggle. She said, I know all of y'all in the shade room comments got way bigger shit to be worrying about but my rich ass. And yet here you are. So stay in it. Mm. So stay in it, okay? Why would you try me? I am Beyonce Giselle knows fucking Carter. Like, y'all. Mm. Either way, that's one of my favorites, but I really, um, I do love, first of all, she she preached a word on bigger. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you just wake up in the morning and listen to bigger, it should just give you the encouragement you need to know that, like, you, this is, this is, this is some real shit, like, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but some of my favorites are Water. Um, oh. Brown Skin Girl is, of course, a very, very cute song and I see it being very impactful for you know the younger generation and even you know folks or whoever anybody um I really love it and of course Blue Ivy Slay um Already is a favorite of mine she really snapped on that and um My Power Tierra Tierra Wack and this Nija 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 mm-hmm. either way it slaps yeah and Other Side is beautiful have you listened to I've listened to the whole thing. Yeah. So I've, I've heard all Other, of it. I just yeah. don't remember what they sound like. Um, like, I haven't listened to it enough. But, um, yeah, they're great. I I like the project. Um, the movie was great. It was. It was just wonderful. FYI, don't go to South Lake if you are in Georgia. <sighs> Maybe not go to South Lake if it's... The opening a fr- of a movie. The opening of a movie on a Friday night. Maybe not go to South Lake then. Because I go to South we're talking about AMC South Lake 24. I'm I go to the I go there often. That's like my movie theater. You know. And any other time, you know, I've never had those type of experience except when I go like at night on a weekend. Um The ghetto. 
child the ghetto yeah, the ghetto y'all. i cannot i was trying wait. to tape the fight for Get y'all but you know it was it was i, was I had to away. drag erica she didn't drag me nowhere she just left it. me in the first theater. time i was literally <laughs> right there and i said come on this bit is literally like peeking her head over, you know, like the side where you walk out of the theater. She peeking her head around trying to see what the fuck going on. Absolutely not, y'all. So let's talk no, about the fight. I ain't seen a good fight in a long time. I was just... she, let me tell you why E should not have stayed in the theater. From the beginning. Let me tell you why she should not have stayed from the freaking beginning. No, 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 no. We're sitting down. This is during I'm the movie, to, too. Dur- this is during the movie. The movie just started, really. And no, the movie hadn't started yet. It was like previews and shit, right? No, it oh, is. It is started. The movie it was started. The okay. Movie. Well, I didn't even know because I, I was distracted, obviously. There's a coffin baby next to me. E is to the left, coffin baby to the right. And all I hear from my right ear is, I will air this bitch out amongst other commotion. I'm and so, kill you. And so I'm like, I'll kill you, bitch. Oh, nah, bro. So somehow the noise subsides. We get to enjoy the rest of the movie before the ending credits can roll. I'm talking about it as soon as the credits start. As soon as the credits start, this bit gets up and says, You thought I wasn't, you thought I was fucking playing? Like, boom, 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 commotion. I get up, grab my belongings. And I am walking we out. Already we're already on our way. We're on the way out. I'm grabbing my, getting my things, headed on out. E wants to sit and watch the fight. I showed As if she did it. not say that she was going to air this. Do you know what air this bitch out means? I do know what air this bitch out what, means. What, were you, what would you have done had she started airing this I bitch out? Already on the, I was already like halfway out. The door. I just would have ran out the theater. She was up there. They were still, they was at the, you and know, close And say to she would have shot, ricocheted, and then and against the wall and your ass shot. You know, the probability of me being hit with all them people in there. You took your chances Pretty is low. all I'm saying. And I did. AMC run me my one. Yeah, um, Paul telling us to just talk, talk to, to the so manager. I'm like, he told I'm going to send corporate. an email out. I'm going to call corporate. Yeah, we got receipts. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. that was our Lion King experience. I'm never going back to South Lake again. Um, that's probably a lie. I'd probably be back, but, uh, just prefer not to. And yeah. Yeah. Moving along. Um, as far as other shows, I did catch up on Grownish today. How's that going? Um, it's going well, you know, to, uh, this most recent episode, uh, the girls being Zoe. Um, what is that white girl's name? I forget. Nomi. Nomi. And, um... (laughs) Gave her any name. Anna. Anna is the other girl. girl. Yeah. Yes. Um, They all realize that they're just way too nice to their significant others. Zoe, she's a damn pushover. Luca decides everything that they do. She cooks him tofu eggs, like, you know, all this other shit. Nomi is in a relationship with her professor. professor, Her professor is like, let's keep this under wraps. Nomi is like, for you to be an out and proud bitch and talk all this shit about being out and proud, you sure got me under wraps or whatever. And I get it. And I get it because I'm a student, but she's just like, this is my first major relationship and I can't talk about it to my friends. Right, right, Like, you know? Um, and then you got Anna, who is back in her situationship or whatever. She? Yeah, she didn't, you know, started back on her situationship with Aaron, aka Trevor Jackson, fine ass. Um, listen, he's so such an LA boy. He person. really is. You, you, you see, he got a song about fucking somebody in their Crocs. I smash, I smash your bitch in my Crocs. No, he doesn't. Yes, he does. Absolutely not. I'll send you the link. Please yep. don't. I will. <laughs> I had to, I had to see it so do you. Um, <laughs> it's a video. Yes. 
Oh my god, he he's so corny. Him. LA niggas so corny. I was just talking to uh, my friend about that. Yeah. Anyways, listen. Um, but you know, shit comes to a head. Zoe puts her foot down. She's like, "Listen, I really wanted to go to La Perea and have margaritas out on the patio, Luca. I didn't want to step in the house and have and you know Hopefully. cuddle with you and your kimono and have sushi and drink banana margaritas. I wanted a real margarita, so I'm gonna go do that by myself. Nomi broke up with her bitch. Um, and then Anna, you know, drunken. You know, they were at some type of tail gate and you know Aaron is out here you know getting uh grinded on by diversion of like Candace uh what's that what's the what's the uh Candace Parker um uh, the yeah. fine basketball player the yeah, yeah that yeah, they yeah. were like lusting over yeah. earlier in the season yeah um you know and she's like mm, well when I say it's too ready to go like he gonna come with me anyway and so she was you know very fucking drunk and she whispered some shit in his ear and they did so I thought I was like oh shit well maybe you do got the juice bitch y'all going back to the house like you finna get you some dick go you Go you. You know, but really, he was just making sure he got, she got home safe or whatever, put her, you know, tucked her in for her afternoon nap because, you know, day drinking is the best. The best. And, you know. He go link up back up with a girl? Well, she was, she was like, you really don't want to be in a relationship with me. And he was like, let's not talk about this, not the time, let's not talk about that. And she was just like, wow, like, but she wanted to be in a relationship with Zoe. Oh, God. And I said, that is why you shouldn't have messed with this nigga in the first, first place. place. Mm. That is why. For everybody who was sitting up here talking about Zoe wasn't ever together. Let's go back. Let's go back to the beginning. It be the ones closest (laughs) to you. I wish a bit would. Bro, I don't care. And listen, and he wanted to be in a relationship with Zoe and he didn't you she didn't Zoe didn't even give up half of what Anna did. Facts. Mm, I hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, also, um, I know we're jumping around from show to movies, move, music. It's fine. It's what we own. All these things. But I wanted to just list off a few things y'all should listen to uh, right you now. Listen to Willow. I have not listened. I did download it, but I did not listen to Same. it yet. But I know it's good. Jaden, I did get into that. I loved it. We've already talked about it, but I do love it. Um, great project. Lots of versatility there. Yes. Maxo Cream just came out with his project entitled Brandon Banks. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I feel about it. I like Maxo Cream, but I haven't really gotten into it. I'm just letting y'all know it's out. You should probably listen to it. Um, and I really like this song that I found called I'm Gone, Jazzy. I mean, excuse me, Jazzy and Tommy Genesis. Mm-hmm. Um, so that is a record that I would uh, suggest to you all. And... Of course, I'm discovering all of the old A Boogie with the Hoogie records, including this one as I was listening to some Robin Thicke. It's called Bad Girl, featuring Trey Songs and Robin Thicke, and he sampled Bad Girl. So, good record. Happy to hear it. Um, but moving along to what the fuck we sipping on. And as you know, there was a viral video that came out of a father beating, whooping his daughter mm-hmm. um, for allegedly having sex. She's 12 years old. Thoughts? Did you see the video? Yeah, I kind of saw it. Um, I, well, first of all, he's stupid because why would you put that on the internet? Um, as if there's not a thing called defects. Like, right. and if I'm just a, a fucking welfare officer or whatever, if I'm a social worker scrolling through Instagram, I would surely be thinking about giving your house a visit because you don't lost your damn mind. Um, I would not have whooped my child. You would not have whooped your child? No. In that instance. Um, Why? What would you have done? 
we would have had a conversation because if you're if my child is 12 and has had sex we need to talk about some things mm-hmm. um, you know like ha- is has it is this the first time did you use protection you know do you like know what you were doing you know like just all of these things where is your head at how do you feel about all of this because especially for a young lady like that's a that's a lot you know and you know people today they love to you know be like oh we put all of this on virginity and you know all this other stuff which you know I I get that that perspective but at the same time at 12 having sex for the first time is a big deal hell at 22 for me having sex for the first time was a big deal and I had to work through a lot of shit yeah it doesn't matter so it doesn't matter how old you are conversations need to be had and I think if that's if it were me me as a parent I'm looking in myself and being like okay not what could I have done because it's already done and at the end of the day as a parent you gotta know that if your kid wanna be out here doing what the fuck they not supposed to be doing that they gonna find a way to do it anyway but you know, what can I do to make sure that while my child is still in this house, what can I do to make sure that this doesn't happen again? And I mean, you know, teenagers have sex all the time. 16, 17, 18 year olds have. That's, you know, usually about the time that, that, it, starts. that it starts or whatever. But I'm talking about, you know, and not to say that I'm, I'll be happy with that either, but I would be more understanding of the fact that, you know, it's happening then and you're, you're older and you have a bit more of an understanding about, you know, your body and just exactly, you know, the enormity of sex, period. You know, yeah. while you're 12, 13, 14, 15... I need to make sure I need to, you know, be figuring out what can I do, you know, to make sure or what can I teach you? What can I instill in you so that growing, moving forward as you grow up, you know, okay, you're able to assess. Am I ready to do this? Yeah. And just look at yourself as a parent. Like, what did I do wrong? I think what you said to recording it. Absolutely not. Um, You know, and posting it on the Internet is super humiliating. It was like, what's the purpose of that? Why would you do that? Did you have a conversation with her afterwards? You know what I mean? And I think we talked about it already, but, you know, would that, be, would that have been different had that been your son? I don't think it would have been. And I don't care what he said, if he that he would have whooped his, uh, his son if, you know, he had, if he had a son. Like, the way that people educate, the way that people talk to boys about sex is very different than the way the boy, that they talk to girls about sex. I mean, it's com- approached in completely different ways. So I don't believe that for one second because, you know, boys have sex no matter what the age. And, you know, a lot of parents or a lot of fathers, especially would be like, Oh, okay. All right, son. Well, I guess you a man now or whatever. You know what I'm saying? And then girls get this and y'all call the girls fast and all this other stuff. And y'all not calling boys out here fast. Facts. So, yeah, I mean, I think that, Well, are you going to beat your, are you, not beat your kids, are you going to whoop your kids at all? Um, Probably not, but it really depends on the situation. Will I pop my kids? Yes. Pop, 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 pop. Okay. <laughs> you nice know, pop in the mouth. 
or pop on the wrist or something like that, you know, like. But not most whooping likely. to the extent that he was going. Exactly. I don't think I'm going to be out there telling you to go get a switch or anything. Now, like I said, depending on the situation. And I honestly, but even, but right now, sitting here as a person with no kids, I can't imagine a situation well, that, that would make me that. want to whoop, fully, full on whoop my child. But that's because I'm a person with no kids, you know? Right, because I'm like, your patience is tested. You are tried. You've been at work all day. We probably going to be 75 when we have our kids. So it's just... Hell no. (laughs) I'm just saying... If I don't have kids by at least 50, I'm giving... No, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just saying, like, we, you know, we're going to be older. Our patience is going to be a little tried at that point. Um, Tied and tried. Yeah. But, I mean, so I can't say, but I definitely think I'm going to... For sure, pop my kids and for sure whoop my kids. I just think that, like you said, it depends on the situation. And also, listen, sometimes y'all got to stop. Y'all, everything doesn't have to be publicized. Yeah. Like, I don't even understand why that hit the internet. Right. You know, like, that girl is going to forever see that and shit And that's going to be internet. on the internet forever. forever. You know what I mean? Like, y'all got to, like, that's your fan. What happens to what happens in this house stays in this house? Y'all don't do that no more? No. Because I'm like, it's plenty everything... of things that have happened in my family, in my home, that nobody's going to ever know because what happens in our home stays in our home. But that right. just doesn't apply anymore with the internet and social media. Like, exactly. are you trying to be famous? Because that's not a Exactly. I would just love to ask what was the purpose? No purpose. Of putting that on the internet. To humiliate her, just similar to how they'll be cutting the 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 boy's boy's head. And yeah, I don't agree with that either. Yeah. If your son is, you know, acting up in school or not, you know, getting good grades or whatever, the last thing you need to do is give him a haircut that is going to further distract him from what he needs to be doing in the classroom. Thanks. Yeah, well, I'm definitely going to whip my kids. Um, See, that's <laughs> I'm probably going to whip my kids, but just not going to put it on the internet. Exactly. Folks be raised, I think folks be uh, disciplining and raising their parents out of the trauma that their parents inflicted on them. Their kids. Or, uh, you know, as children, and you got to break the cycle at some point. At some why point. Why would you continue? If you know you went through, if you know you had a painful childhood, why would you say, okay, well, because I went through some shit, my child's going to go through some shit. You sound stupid. Yeah, you want your child any, to be fucked up like you? Right. And if any parents are dealing with that, you know, your child is having sex this at this age or something like, I mean, at a young age, like 12 years old, and, and it could be even younger these days. Like Honestly. I, I saw on Twitter, the girl retweeted, um, she's a middle school teacher, and she's like, you'd be surprised how many 12-year-olds are having sex. Yeah. And when we were in school, they, was having they were having sex. So it's like, it's not new, okay? Like, even back in the day, Women were getting pregnant at 13, 14 years old. So it's not an unusual thing. Yeah. Your anatomy is not, I mean, your body, it, it, your, most and women are. Especially young girls, girls getting their period. period. Yeah, you get uh, your period. Younger and younger. I mean, nine to, to 13, 14 years old, you're getting your cycle. That's just what it is. So it it's a conversation that should have been had. It's a conversation that clearly had not been had before that. I don't know what the dad does. He probably works a lot. He's probably upset, sad that that happened. But you can't let your pride get in the way of the way that you parent your child. You really have to look inside, deep down inside, to see what you could have done better. And now you look like the idiot. So exactly, yeah. But just be careful. Um, I don't know if we have listeners that have children, but I hope y'all, you know, think of uh, other methods of disciplining your children, like having conversations. I think that's one thing that Black community does not have. No, because a lot of people have been in our community have been raised 
to where the children don't speak and they don't want to have a conversation with their child because they think as soon as your child says something back and it don't even have to be disrespectful that just the act of them talking back to you is disrespect. Exactly. And it's not. Exactly. And that's why y'all kids don't talk to y'all now. Facts. Well then, moving along. Um, my last question. <laughs> I put these in the notes so it is sighing because she's already seen it. I already fucking know the question. <laughs> Fool ass shit. Go ahead. All right. So, wondering, just, you know, asking for a friend. When is it appropriate? When are you supposed to cut off your hoes when you actually really care about one person in particular? So, for me... You know, it's hard for me to deal with multiple niggas at the same time, mm-hmm. like, especially giving them all the same attention, like, or, like, equal attention. Like, it just doesn't happen. You're likely to like one more than right. the other. Whereas the men, you know, they get their time to all their hoes. And <laughs> I don't know how. Like, how much time do you have in the day? Know. It's a lot of multitasking, clearly. A lot of multitasking. So, curious as to when that time happens. So, I, t- I asked a, a male friend of mine, um how that works and he said you know for him six months not six months as in you've made this girl your girlfriend but six months into you've been dating this person you've been Mm -hmm. talking to them for a while and like you pretty much spend a lot of time with this person but they're not your girlfriend Mm -hmm. you know y'all are just dating but you're still dating other people but you spend most of your time with this person Mm -hmm. so my question for women and my girlfriends out there is when is the appropriate time to cut off your hose like what does that take for you to say, you know what, I'm going to... Because I've dealt with situations where I cut off my hoes for a nigga and then I'd be sad because then I got to go back and hit my hoes back yeah. up after the fact. Like, yeah, oh, yeah. actually, I was just playing. And when I... <laughs> I mean that. I mean that. Uh, and when I say cut off your hoes, that really means, like, not, like, you have to tell them. Like, you have to have a conversation. Yeah. You have to text, call, something, and say, hey, I can no longer do this with you because I'm really kind of trying to take something else a little seriously and it's no shade to you. I just, you know, I'm feeling like moving this way. Right. You have to have that conversation. That's cutting off your hose. At what point should you do that? Um, Speaking of the person who doesn't have hoes. <laughs> I don't have no hoes either. I just I, have thought this was a good I question. I really never had hoes. Don't have hoes now. Okay. But. You've had some hoes. Ooh, not okay. all at once. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. No. Gotcha. I see. Not juggling hoes. Not, not familiar really with juggling. Ho- well, Mm, no, not really. But um, I would say I would be having that type of conversation when me and the dude have a conversation where it's been established that we're boyfriend and girlfriend. So you're in the relationship, then you cut off hoes. Yes. But up in, so what if y'all are having sex prior to you being their girlfriend? I mean, honestly, I really don't know how to juggle niggas either. So if I was having sex with a dude that I really liked and it's were on track to being boyfriend and girlfriend, that's the I probably, only person that... I probably wouldn't be fucking nobody else anyway. Well, see, my thing is like not it's not about not fucking anybody else, but I just I guess okay, because like I said, I started the conversation with I don't know how to juggle hoes. I don't know how to you know deal with multiple men at once. Right. But I'm tired of. Getting like infatuated with someone or liking someone, and then I, I only dedicated to them. And you mm. know, yeah, we'll become intimate or something, but like that don't mean that I can't go out on a date with another nigga if right. we're not together. Yeah, but it feels weird. 
it feels like uncomfortable. It's like, oh, is this okay? Like, should I cut off my hose? We had a conversation. I don't know. Like, are if you we're cutting just your having hose? a conversation and nothing is being established or whatever, then no, I'm not going to feel bad about going and having dinner or hanging out with somebody else because we just had a conversation. Mm-hmm. Until you say, listen. I don't want you to be with nobody else. I'm I'm not going to be with nobody else, and I don't want you to be with nobody else, then okay. But if you're not saying that, if you're just like, oh, well, maybe, or what would you do? Or, you know, it's, if hypothetically, if we were to, okay, right. well, hypothetically, I'm about to go get my dinner paid for <laughs> by some other nigga because you're playing games. That's what I wanted to hear because that's how I feel because I've been in a situation where I've talked to someone, we become intimate, whatever, and then it's like, okay, boom, now you mine. No. No. That's not how this works. Unless you two, in fact, are cutting off all your hoes and we're exclusively dating each other, then fine. Like, we made that clear. It doesn't have to be I'm your boyfriend, you're my girlfriend. I mean, vice versa, whatever. It doesn't have to be that. It just has to be, like, established that Mm -hmm. this is an exclusive thing. And I feel like that's where the lines are blurred. But I just wanted to ask that you would give me some good feedback. So thank you. Yeah, no, don't be. Don't until y'all are absolutely sure. Keep your roster intact. Yes, and this is not for me, by the way. I'm not, like, looking to be locked down or to cut off my hose. So I'm still welcoming more hoes into my life um, if anybody would like to take me to dinner. Great. I'm open to (laughs) dinner and dates as well. Mm Mm-hmm. You know. Maybe a drink here and there. Maybe a drink. You know, life gets stressful. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah, cool. Happy we got that out. Girlfriends, if you have any uh, strategies on continuing our hot girl summer, um, just, you know, let me know. Let us know. And you can always hit us up at girlfriendsthepodcast at gmail.com via email. Or you can sign into those DMs on Instagram and Facebook or um, and Twitter. Excuse me. We're at Girlfriends Podcast. You can like us on Facebook at well, as well. I'm sorry. On Twitter and Facebook. <laughs> Damn. On Twitter and Instagram, damn, we're at Girlfriends Pod. Yes. And then on Facebook, we're Girlfriends Podcast. And you can also follow us individually. I'm at You Told You So. And I'm at Sammy Approved. You can also like, rate, subscribe. Um, Anywhere you listen to, we're on Google, Spotify, Apple. Doesn't matter. Uh, You know, leave us a comment. Let us know how you feel. Also, I mentioned this to eat off the record. But I'm curious, would you guys want to see us do some, like, digital content again? I know we try with YouTube, but I'm just curious as to if you guys would like to see that on some, like, Jesus and Mero. We do, like, topics and just rant about it, you know, cut it up and post it. So just wondering, let, let us know. We're going through some transitional periods in general in our lives, so we want to make this a great, smooth transition um, and experience for y'all as well as yep. our listeners. So, yeah, let us know. All right, guys. Peace. Bye.